0: Hey, this is Jason from the WoW Files podcast, and you're listening to HearthCast. Hello, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 182 for patch 5.3, made possible by Open Raid. Our topic for this episode is first impressions. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time
1: for another episode of HearthCast.
0: This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock.
1: And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 182 of Hardcast, we're going to hear from a listener about our loyalty system idea, Root gets accused of hacking, and we're going to revisit an add-on that gets mentioned in episode number 181. So, hey, Freckleface! Hey!
0: How are you? Awesome.
1: Awesome? I say that a lot, don't I? You
0: do, you're, but you're awesome a lot.
1: Oh, thanks. So, if
0: you're awesome a lot, then it's okay to say that a lot. Yeah. Right? I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. So, how was your week in WoW?
1: Pretty good. Um, Just been leveling my mage some more. She's uh, 61.
0: Oh, yeah, Great.
1: Yeah. in it uh, Hellfire. Uh
0: uh-huh.
1: So far it's not bad. Uh, It's very condensed with quests. I like it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah. Um. Still reading Shadows of Volgen. I mean, Volgen Shadows of the Horde.
0: Something. The book you're reading. The book I'm reading.
1: (laughs) So I figured out what has been making it slow. It's actually not necessarily writing. It's the way the chapters are broken up. They're very small chapters. Oh yeah. And I've been sitting down reading a chapter and then going to do something else. Oh. And I realized like. Chapters aren't enough to, like, really get into anything.
0: Okay. It makes sense.
1: And I've noticed sometimes they change chapters in the middle of a conversation.
0: The last book I was reading did that, too. Yeah. And I'm like, why is there a chapter break? It's,
1: it's like, similar to sometimes, like, when you're watching TV and, like, something real dramatic happens and then you, like, cut to a commercial.
0: Right. That's
1: what I feel like they're doing. Like, they're cutting up the chapter for dramatic effect. Uh-huh. But instead, like, you're like, okay, done with that. Put it down. Come back later. And now you're in the middle of a conversation you don't quite remember what happened.
0: Because uh, you're like, hey, I'm going to read a chapter of the book. Right. And you're like, see, I would just keep reading.
1: Well, yeah, I should. <laughs> but that's how I've been doing lately. Just I, well, a chapter at a time. All right. Um. So there's that, but it's, it's, it's getting more interesting. So I had, a, I had a nice bonding moment with my nieces over a while. It was awesome.
0: A bonding moment with your nieces? Yes. Who are how old?
1: Uh, one's two, the other one's five.
0: All right, so two and five-year-old nieces.
1: I brought my laptop over when I was babysitting them. Okay. And I decided I was going to do pet battles. All right. And, of course, you know, they want to know what I'm doing, and they see a screen, they want to know what's on it. Pretty colors, yeah. Pretty colors. Um, At one point, I had them both sitting on my lap while they were making a character.
0: Oh, wait, you got them actually make a character?
1: Yeah, because, um, she was wanting me to, like, she saw my goblin, she liked it, and She's wanting to change the clothes, or she wanted to see, like, what other things are. It's like, okay, well, let me just, you know, lock out, take the beginning screen, and you can can make your own character. And they, she picked out, the five-year-old, she picked out a shaman, because in the beginning part, the shaman's got this, you know, very ornate dress.
0: Right, they changed that to show you what you could look like.
1: So she picked that, and then, of course, starts a shaman, and now she's wearing, you know, rags.
0: Right. And she... She's not happy. She's
1: not happy. She's wanting to change the clothes. Where's the and I'm, pretty I'm dress? i trying to explain why. Well, you can't. It's not really a clothes game because she loves dress-up games. Right. I download all these dress-up games in my what phone. What do you mean it's not
0: a clothes game? That's all. That's all T-Mog is.
1: Well, true, but you have to go through a lot of work for the clothes. That's true. I was trying to explain. It's like, no, honey, you have to get to 90 and you have to grind at all these dungeons and you have to give power <laughs> points.
0: <laughs> you got to get your grind on first. She's like, five?
1: What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, then I put the two girl down for a nap and then, you know, the five-year-old continued to play. So we started the Goblin and she didn't really know what to do. So I was basically questing for her. And eventually you'd get like a little clothes upgrade I'd be like, Okay, do you want that? And she's like, Yeah, so I'd be like, Okay, go do the quest to go get it. And um when we killed some worms, so I told her that, and then it went to kinda of like you're you're um you're shaking down people for money. Right. And I was like, Oh look, we're just we're just playing a game. Look
0: we're, we're tickling them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask you how the five-year-old correlated killing worms with getting clothes, but...
1: I don't know. I figure, like, the worms, they don't look very realistic and whatever, but they, at least up to the point we played, like, you're not actually killing people. Right. So I didn't have to deal with that. But then, of course, you know, our brother comes home, and she's like, oh, Daddy, you played in Freckleface's game. It's like, um, mm, World War of Warcraft? Because <laughs> I the stink guy.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
1: It's like, no, we just drive down in the car. Because yeah, then you get a car true. in the beginning right. of the Goblin starting area. Yeah,
0: yeah. You knew, you had to know she was going to rat you out. Oh, what, what, uh, what tune name did they choose?
1: Uh, she picked her name, which, uh, um, wasn't available. So I added an extra Y to it. And then it did, so.
0: And so now she's going to start spelling her name with the second Y. Yeah. So you just.
1: It's trendy. Yeah, you yeah. have,
0: you have like, un- unraveled years of work that your brother has done. <laughs> Super and freckle face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny.
1: Whatever, she is entertained. I was amused that she liked the game.
0: That's good. No, that's what's totally important.
1: Totally binary, that book, when it comes out, the children's book. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. More like Go Home.
1: More like Go Home. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, they should make a children's book about kabolds oh, and no. candles. No. They have to share their candles.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what I was thinking of? Oh, that's what? funny, though. Uh, a children's book about the, the little wolf guys up in um, the wars. is that what they're called? Up in Northern, where uh-huh. you have to steal the crates and take them.
1: All the puppies? Yeah.
0: Oh, We could call it, like, where did all the puppies go? <laughs> Oh my goodness, uh, that's that's funny. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. It says, "Is that our next episode?" I'm making notes right now. <laughs> children's ID, children's books.
0: Uh, the episode title. You go ahead and read that. Right? The okay.
1: Failed Wow children's book titles. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's
0: that's episode uh, 184. No, this is. Oh yeah, 183. Yeah, so many of them. <laughs> So coming up in episode 183, <laughs> <laughs> failed wild children's book titles is what we're gonna have. So submit yours uh, to myself or Freck at contributorhearthcast and we'll get that in the show. So there you go. That's your early, early one week plug for that.
1: So what's been going on with you?
0: Well, you know, like um, I'm sure a lot of other podcasts and blogs and people in the wild community, uh, you and I both received our beta invitation to Hearthstone. Uh, so I've been checking that out. That was kind of cool. Um, I got a new keyboard. So I built my desk. That, that's crucial to this whole conversation. I built my desk. And when I built my desk, I gave it room for a keyboard and a mouse, but not for gaming purposes, OK? So I have a slide out drawer. my keyboard fits on the drawer, my mouse fits on the drawer, but not really for gaming purposes. And then I introduced that G13. Which is a keypad from Logitech. It's got, you know, 23 Mac. T- yeah, calculator, okay. Thank you. Well, at that point in time, now I have don't have enough room for keyboard or mouse or keyboard. Yeah, keyboard, mouse, and gaming. And so I ended up moving stuff around. What I ended up doing for a while, I had a very medium sized keyboard. It was a little Bluetooth keyboard that had smaller keys on and it fit really well. Now I had keyboard, mouse, and you know, well, gamepad. And I was like, all right. Now, my mouse does sit on the desk level, not the drawer level, if that, you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's comfortable up there. Well, the problem with this little keyboard is it's Bluetooth, and I don't, it just signal-wise wasn't good. It wasn't responsive enough for me. And I don't use it for anything but you know chatting or logging in and stuff, but it would mess up. And it got to a point where I was getting frustrated with it, so I said, new keyboard time. So I got this new keyboard, and what I did not want was go get some crazy Logitech keyboard with a gazillion Mac, because I already got that. I already got everything. But I did want a gaming keyboard. So I ended up with this uh, this thing called Vicious Touch, which is pretty scary in and of itself, uh, from a company called Twisted Gamer. What I do like about it, yeah, it's got some programmable keys on it. It's got 15. Um, but what I like about it, it's backlit, so it's got this blue lighting behind all the keys, which is kind of cool. So I got blue on that, and I keep my G13 red, so I got hoarding the line, it's geeky, I you know, but <laughs> I keep that going. And what I like about the keyboard is there's two functions that, that I really like. Number one is the function to disable any Windows keys stuff going on. Like if you're just like clumsy with your keyboard, you actually hit like Windows something at the same time as an Alt or Shift or whatever, and you all of a sudden you're you know you've minimized something or run something or done something else, launched a program or whatever. The case deleted might be. stuff, maybe. But you can disable that completely, which is kind of cool. The other thing I like about it is you can actually, with a with a function like function F eleven, I think it is, you can turn off the keyboard completely, like except no keyboard input from me. Why? I I don't know. I haven't really, you know. Oh, okay. I haven't really used it too much. But you, so you don't actually type something, I guess. But you could. Oh, okay, good. Um, yeah, you can lock the keyboard. You can turn off a lot of stuff. That's you know, it's just it's cool.
1: Oh, you can mess with people. You could,
0: yeah. You could turn like it off. Like if you were worried about somebody
1: coming up on your computer, you yeah. could lock the keyboard. Sure,
0: but it doesn't ask you for a password or anything. You'd have to know the key combinations. But it, yeah. um, the coolest thing about it that I like it. It's got like an under one millisecond response time to the key press. Oh, cool. um, most stuff's like at you know not the huge of a deal. Most stuff's like at at eight milliseconds or higher. Mm-hmm. So this is it is you can it is. More responsive, and you can actually tell you that you feel the difference. You really can. Um, so I like that, so that's kind of cool. Um, in game, I have now cleared Throne of Thunder normal mode, and I'm happy about that. Awesome! So, uh, second time in a patch that I've cleared, in during you know, yeah, <laughs> during relevant content. So, you that's gotta do
1: cool. it for 5.4 and get him out.
0: Oh, yeah, well, we will, no doubt about that. Um, Harold is 80, and he's now locked. At so, 80. At 80. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go to this dude in Orgrimmar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or Stormwind. Oh, well, yeah, wherever your capital city is. And um, at least for Orgrimmar, he's over where the the warrior stuff is and mm-hmm. everything. And you go pay him 10 gold, and he locks your lovely. No more experience. So you locked in at 80, and I'm starting to outfit myself now. Cool. So it's kind of fun.
1: So, you took off all your heirlooms?
0: I'm replacing my heirlooms, yes. Okay. Yeah, because until I get something better, I keep the heirloom. Okay. And as soon as I get something better, then I replace the heirloom. So, that's what I'm doing right
1: now. We have an email from Kenrith over on the Kieran Tor server. And Kenrith says about loyalty rewards Root, your blind spot is showing. You talked entirely about unbroken strings of subscription. But there are legitimate reasons that someone might need to take a break. Chemotherapy, say, or a military assignment to a place with no viable internet connection. I think rewards should follow the pattern of games like my beloved City of Heroes, RIP, and focus on months subscribed, not strings. Someone who is here for two years, gone for two, and back for another year should get the same rewards as someone here for three years in a row. If it's all based on streaks, then there's a strong incentive to just give up if you ever have to give it a rest. If it's based on total months, regardless of streak, there's always a reason to return when you can. Also, you both seem to have missed what I'd like to see as a loyalty reward, credit toward game services. City of Heroes gave you free server transfer each month. WoW could give us a token each month with exchange rate like, oh, one for a rename or appearance change, two for a server or faction change, maybe three for a server and faction change bundle, and so on. Maybe we could spend several tokens for things like recruit a friend, two-seater mounts, too.
0: King continues, he says, I'd also really, really like to see is an expanded version of that Darkmoon Fair offering of transmog versions of old gear. Give us a token or tickets to get one piece each month so that you can get a couple of sets each year. And offer the tiers for your class plus lookalikes for all your character armor types in the other classes. I have friends who are loyal subscribers, but with very limited playtime, and farming old raids and dungeons is something they get to do maybe once a month at best. It seems like an ideal way to give them, and the rest of us, something for just plain fun. Very visible in-game, but not play-affecting at all. Thank you, Ken, for the email. Um, Going back a little bit, I agree with everything you've said. And I may not have been as clear as I had planned to be uh, last episode, but the spirit of what I'm saying is almost exactly what you said. Your account, in my opinion, can lapse for ver- for uh, reasons beyond your control. If you are on military assignment, hospital stays, going to be out of country, whatever the case might be, you can actually call up Blizzard right now and tell them, hey, I'm not going to be here for X amount of time. I will not have access to the game for the next three months. And they will put your account on hiatus. When you come back, you can pick up your account just where you left off. They will not charge you while your account is on hiatus. They will credit you those months to your billing. That same logic is what I was referring to. What I'm looking at here is, is, and I hate to use the word penalty, but I will. The penalty is if you decide to leave WoW to go play another game just because it looks shinier and better, and then you decide, eh, that game really wasn't for me, and then you come back to WoW. That lapse of your subscription, in other words, when you make the choice to stop paying and you make the choice to terminate your account and you make the choice to go somewhere else, that's what I'm referring to. Um, As to your other ideas, we kind of hinted on those as well, having the in-game tokens to do stuff. Um, I don't think we took it as far as you did, which I like, which was the ability to use those in-game tokens for Blizzard store items.
1: You mean the services? Oh, I like that. That's a good
0: idea. I like that.
1: You go for a year straight and you get a free character transfer?
0: Sure, it just ah, uh, be yeah. all over
1: that. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean cuz
0: you're getting these tokens. We talked about getting the token every month that you're in, right? Yeah. And I was like maybe you could get teamog stuff, maybe you could do that. I like the idea of having those as a service level, you know, exchange if you will. I wouldn't want to use it for something like hey, Blizzard send me a stuffed animal. Because now that's a tangible item.
1: You wouldn't want that?
0: I don't think you could go that far. Okay. Services, yes. Tangible item, no. Does that make sense? Physical something that shows up in your hands that you can manipulate.
1: Well, we had talked about, as a reward, like the ability to purchase things. True. Like that, as opposed to just being handed to you. Right. Yeah.
0: But a service, I think, is a fantastic idea.
1: I don't think they could afford to send everybody.
0: (laughs) Right. Because that's (laughs) I want the stuffed animal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Send me the little stuffed murloc, please. I know Blizzard does want to keep a wrap. And a, a control on server transfers. They want people server hopping all the time. That's why that price is there. Same with faction. That's the only reason that price exists. And um, do you remember like doing it? When did you do your first character transfer, or server, or faction, or anything? When? Yes.
1: Um, it was my mage.
0: Okay. Do you roughly remember ago? how long it took?
1: A few hours. All right. Yeah.
0: Now your last one. How long did that take?
1: Uh, I think 30 minutes, less right. than
0: that. My first one took over a day. Oh. My last one took, I think, seven minutes. What I'm saying is, I, personally, now this is a tinfoil hat. Put it on. Okay. I think that that was an artificially created delay.
1: Hmm. To make it seem like there. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Because
0: the one thing you don't want to do is pay 25 bucks and okay, you're done. Whoa. What did I pay $25 for? Sure. That was like thirty, you know, two seconds worth. What happened? What, yeah. You know, so to have that pause and oh man, they must be really man, they must be queued up in there. They must have a lot of, ser- you know, whatever. You want
1: to feel like you're getting individual yeah, attention, exactly. yeah, exactly.
0: Or you know, you know, there was speculation at one point in that time that someone actually transferred that character manually. No, you the manually. Um. So yeah, Ken, I like your points, and um, I agree with what you said there. There are A lot of cool stuff, in there that you could get and I, I just want to reiterate that I'm on the same level you're on with if it's if you have to take a break from WoW that is beyond your control, I don't think that should count against you in this uh, loyalty system.
1: Absolutely. But I think I still stand by the whole thing of avoiding streaks as opposed to total month's play, because the example that was used is City of Heroes, and City of Heroes, in parentheses, rest in peace, as yes. in it's dead. Yeah. As in, the obviously... It didn't, didn't work. work. <laughs> um, Streaks are very powerful. Have you ever played little cell phone games, um, anything that requires leveling your shop or your character or whatever? They will give you rewards for every day that you log in. Right. And they will give you better rewards for each day until like the fifth day you get something really cool. Now, if you log in for three days and then the fourth day you don't, you got to start over again. Oh. So, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I got to log in that game today. Because I'm building up for something.
0: You know what they should do in, in the in the cell phone games? What? They should like reward you by not displaying advertisements if you keep logging
1: in. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but think about it. When you go to unsubscribe for a while, wow, it says, "Are you sure you want to make the peon cry?"
0: Does it really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny.
1: I I I described for like three days and then oh. I I came back. Why'd you do that? It was a while ago. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I need a break. And then I was like, I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Several years ago, I, I, I buried that in the back of my mind. Just not thought of it. Um, but think about it. Instead of it, it just saying, do you want to make the peon cry? If it said, are you sure you want to subscribe? You know you're only three weeks away from getting oh. extra reward. Oh, How much more powerful would that be?
0: Tons. What, Tons. You, what you're describing is um, what I deem as the marketer's soul. Uh And I've actually did a, a way old podcast I was on. I did a whole episode about the marketer's soul. And the marketer's soul, soul is an acronym that stands for sense of urgency or loss. So what you just described is a loss. Exactly. Right. So you have this sense of loss. So if I break my streak, I'm only, you know. So then you go, okay, you're I'll, building up to something. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait for, what'd you say, four days, four weeks, whatever it was, I'll wait. Or,
1: yeah, whatever, yeah.
0: And then you check again, you're like, oh, are you sure? Because you're only mm-hmm. X, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. After a while, that gets numbing, though, I think. People go, yeah, there's always something to wait for. Anything yeah.
1: gets numbing. Now, the streak thing is interesting because it can be used in actually motivation and productivity. I read an article on Lifehacker about a young comic who got to talk to Jerry Seinfeld. And asked for Jerry Seinfeld's advice on being a comic. And Seinfeld said, well, to be able to be funny, you have to write every day. And the way that you make yourself write every single day is you get a big wall calendar. Every day that you write, you put a big X on that day. And pretty soon you'll have a chain. And you'll like seeing that chain. And then the next job is to just not break the chain. And so his theory is that, you know, once you have a big streak, you know, you have a much more motivation to not break that streak, which is the same thing with, you know, being rewarded for having unbroken subscription. Now, the downside of that, of course, is once it's broken, then you're like, ah, screw this. Right. Yeah. So there is a the balance. But then with, with the other method of just, like, counting each month individually, you know, then people are motivated to take a break constantly. Like, oh, I'm just missing one month. I can just come back later.
0: You know, there's nothing that says they could not do both. Oh. To reward the streak and to reward the overall time subbed. Nothing says they can't do Interesting. both. Interesting. Yeah. Because then you have incentives on both sides because – you don't want to have the guy, because what he said over here before is like, you, you know, if you have the person who has been a subscriber, let's say since right now, since um, Wrath. Okay, we'll say since Wrath. And yet, let's say somebody skipped Wrath, but they started in Vanilla. Mm-hmm. And so they have Vanilla BC, skipped Wrath, went to Cataclysm, now in Panda. So that person overall, since they just skipped the Wrath, actually, overall, is worth more money to Blizzard since they're a longer subscriber sure. than the person who's been a constant subscriber since Wrath. Uh-huh. So how do you treat both those people? Yeah. You know, one guy's got a longer streak, but the other guy's got longer overall.
1: Well, you know, what I mentioned last week of having the rewards be, like, per expansion. Yeah. That would that would work for that. Yeah. Like, your unbroken streak, but it also resets each expansion. Sure. Although, what really might be motivating... You know what people, quote, love? And by love, I mean hate. Bacon. RNG.
0: Oh, yeah. That, too.
1: <laughs> what, if you're, what if you're awarded randomly, and if you happen to not be subscribed oh, and they God. sit out...
0: <laughs> no. Oh, I thought you can say logged in. Like, if you didn't log in... No, in not logged <laughs> in. Know? Like, you
1: happen to be not subscribed when you handed oh. out rewards, you missed it.
0: Because you can do those little pop-up quests. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, like, people... We're like chickens, I tell you what.
0: Okay, continue yeah, this chi- analogy, please.
1: Oh, you know, the chickens, like, um, I'd have to look up the actual study, but they did studies, like, feeding, like, when the chickens pecked and they got feed. If they gave the chickens the feed at, like, random intervals instead of something they could predict, they would peck forever. Ever, never, never. Like, if they gave the feed to them, like, very very consistently and then stopped, they give up, like, really quickly.
0: Uh-huh.
1: If they gave it to him at very random intervals, those chickens peck forever. Interesting. And that's, that's what WoW's based on. You know, we're going to run um, Kara over and over and over again because there's a random chance of getting him out. You know, we can't build up to it. It's like, well, maybe today's the day. You know, and then we have other stuff that happens, like me getting the ashes of a lar. That's like, you know, it's a super rewarding, but it's, it's also random and unpredictable.
0: True. Yes.
1: I see. So you apply the same concept that makes people addicted to WoW and apply it to loyalty rewards. It might just be the thing that works. People would hate it.
0: So, Blizzard, treat us all like chickens, and we'll tell well, you why funny. we crossed the like, road.
1: It's funny. It's like sometimes the things that people like or don't like isn't necessarily things that keep them there. Like when he was talking about City Heroes, obviously he liked that subscription model, that reward model, but apparently it didn't work. You know, and every time Blizzard has to constantly tell us, like, hey, we're not going to do this in-game because it's not fun. Like, they're telling us that, yeah, the back of our minds don't like it. Like, people keep asking, like, why can't epics be more um, consistent? Why, why do we have to depend on a um, drop?
0: Yeah. Because they yeah. want to be epic.
1: Right. It's, it's supposed to be something that you should work for for a long time. Like why is that have to be like a random number? And they keep telling us like it's not fun that way.
0: If everybody gets everything, it's no fun for anybody. That's true. Yeah.
1: So, whatever system they have to reward loyalty, they might pick something that we don't like, but it might be something that is effective regardless. If that makes sense. It
0: does because you're it, not going to please everybody all the time. You just well, can't.
1: true, true. So thank you for that email, Ken We really appreciate those insights and for you taking the time to write into us. Like us at Facebook.com slash HearthCast.
0: Today's totally tantalizing topic.
1: First impressions.
0: Brought to you by Open Raid. Open Raid allows players to form both cross-realm and local raid teams for scheduled pickup runs for current content and old content. Just check out OpenRaid.org.
1: Mention at the top of the show that we both did get the the beta key for the new Hearthstone game. Yep. And the same week where you didn't mention it, but what did you do this week for the first time?
0: Um, um, Harold. Her- oh, okay. So you should, herald. you should, yeah, I want to- you priest. Yes. Blood elf? No, no, undead. Undead. Okay. Shadow priest.
1: Shadow priest.
0: Is not my warlock. Okay. All right. All right. It's my shadow priest. Okay. So I want to be clear.
1: But it's still rude you. No.
0: No, no, no. Oh. No. It's my shadow priest. But you. But it's my shadow priest. Okay. <laughs> my shadow priest is pet battling. Okay. Not my warlock, because he can't, because warlocks don't cry.
1: All right. My shadow priest. So for the first time, I. it's only taken 11 months of me <laughs> gushing about <laughs> pet battles.
0: Yes. <laughs> We yeah. so
1: finally get into it. Okay, so yes. this week we tried out the Hearthstone beta. Mm-hmm. You played Pet Bells the first time, and you use a launcher for the first time, right? Yeah, you I, win?
0: yeah and I skipped. We got the beta invitation for the launcher a long time ago, and I just went eh. and I. Was, I, I, was I like, download.
1: I just kept forgetting to talk about it. I just like I was like I'll get to it when I
0: get to it, yeah. and then you had to use it with Hearthstone, right? So I was like, oh, I guess I'll use it. Yeah. So.
1: So we're gonna talk about our first impressions of all those things. So the Hearthstone beta.
0: Hearthstone beta. Yeah.
1: So we both started that last night. We were on Skype while we were going through it. Yeah. Yeah. Which helped. It did. Yeah. Because when you get in there, like, you know, the first thing you're concerned with when you start playing it is how accessible is it? And you start out at a tutorial type of thing where you're, you're Jaina and you're going up against all these different bosses. And once you play through that, then you can go to the practice round, and then there's a play mode available to you as well. So there's like a tutorial before you're practicing, sure, which is I think nice. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, at first I d- I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how the turns worked because you're you're given cards, and it said you you take a card every turn, but I didn't realize. It didn't need me to take the card. It was (laughs) taking it for me already. Right, Um, And just things like I couldn't figure out how the mana gems worked and just where to put things and when to go. So at first I thought it wasn't very accessible. Once I started playing through it, I was like, okay, I figured it out fairly easily.
0: I agree with you on that with uh, the confusion at first. Now for me, the way my mind works, I would have rather watched a – video tutorial mm-hmm. or I had something to read and i know there's probably tons of stuff out there already but i would still prefer just a little more than an interactive tutorial just something it's probably a little less than an interactive tutorial actually just show me some stuff let me watch something and understand what's going on i know they have the that video that's out there and so gameplay videos are on on youtube and stuff but uh
1: I yeah kept, i kept looking for instructions somewhere in the game yeah yeah
0: and I, I did too that that wasn't there um And I'm not a guy, I don't play those card games. So it was not as intuitive to me as it might be to other people who have played TCGs. So I was like, okay, I understand the basic concept, Mm -hmm. but not, like I didn't know you could attack the person directly. I thought you had to kill their cards. I didn't understand all that. So Mm -hmm. it took a little
1: bit. Yeah. The strategy of it, it seems simple on the surface. I got through about the first three games just kind of clicking on things, not really knowing what I was doing. But at the same time, it's also become clear, like as I'm in the, the practice rounds and trying to, to get all the different decks by defeating um, that class, that it, it, there's a little bit more to it. You know, some of it is, is largely based on luck, depending on what kinds of cards you get in your hand. But I think you'll take knowledge planning as well as luck to do, to do well.
0: I think for me, this is going to be with strategy um, more time in the game. I would like to see all the cards available to me, You know, at least with what we have in the tutorial. In other words, I want to see what's in my deck. I know there are cards I can buy to put in my deck and all that kind of stuff, but I want to see what cards I have available to me now, even though I know I'm going to get them at a random chance of drawing whatever card is because it's supposedly (coughs) shuffled. I want to know what's in there. That way I could say, okay, I can better strategize with what I have in front of me, knowing what I have available to me.
1: You can after you're out of the tutorial. Okay. You can look at your decks and you can build different decks.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So that's coming. That's good. Yeah. Because I was. A little later on. I'm stuck on Cho. I've played him two or three times now, and mm-hmm. I have not been able to defeat him. So I'm stuck on him. And, you know, I know it just takes a little bit of time because I know the cards are coming out in exactly the same order as they have been yeah. for the tutorial. So it'll just take some time to me, for me to you know, wrap my head around that. But again, never being a TCG guy, that's where more information for me would be better at this stage.
1: I really enjoyed the interface. It's very pretty. It's easy to navigate. It's simple.
0: I'm a little pet peevish on this one. Oh, yeah? Um, this is an interface that's designed for a tablet, and mm-hmm. it's on a computer. Okay. So the fonts are a little larger than I like. It's a, it seems like a little less um, crisp to me. It seems like a little pixelated with the fonts. Okay. You know, not the, not the images. The images are beautiful, but the interface and the fonts are a little, you know, too
1: clickish well, for me. Are you are you pet peevish because it's not available on a tablet right now? Like, would that be less of Partially, it? yes. Okay. It, so, like, if it was available on a tablet or a PC and you decided to play on a PC.
0: I would not play on the pc (laughs) okay but it wouldn't bother you no no, it wouldn't because it's more quote-unquote acceptable to have those type of fonts on on your tablet because you need something a little larger for your eyes for your fingers to deal with but when you're looking on a computer screen um that in fact that it tried to adjust my video resolution down some Mm -hmm. and my monitor went no (laughs) you know (laughs) and um i had to readjust the 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 resolution back to a higher resolution um so my monitor wouldn't freak out, but it just—I I know what they're going for, and for what it's at, it's great. So I'm looking forward to when it does make its way over to tablet, because that's when I'll be just super happy. So it just it's a little fuzzy to me right now.
1: Okay. Time. Biggest pet peeve for me, I think, was the sounds. Now there were some great thing about the sounds. You're playing against different characters, so you're playing Jaina. During the tutorial, and one of the people you go up against is Helmut Nesingwary, who's, you know, the famous hunter. And if you play a beast card, he says, oh, I laugh at that beast. I'm going to make it into a trophy. So <laughs> the fact that they're reacting to the different plays that you make and the different sounds that are made when the, for the different cards that are played. Like uh, there's a card called Raid Leader, which uh, which boosts like the health or something of your other minions the cards that you you put out to protect you. And when you play the Raid Leader, he says, Handle it! (laughs) It's a little pop culture reference there, if you can call YouTube video pop culture. but (laughs) (laughs) But I like that. The aggravating thing about the sounds is that they are very jarring noises for what I consider to be trivial events. The way WoW is tuned is that you have like small noises you probably don't notice like when you're fighting someone like you have you know, you're hitting with a fireball 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 and it's you know pew 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 pew, pew. and then like you. what crit. class do you
0: play that your fireball goes pew
1: <laughs> everyone's goes pew 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 what are you talking about <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and then it crits or you use like a really strong spell and it's <sighs>
0: that's okay I, I know what you're saying. I, I understand. You know what I'm saying. Yes. It's
1: like it's it's gentle sound effects for trivial events, right? And it's bigger sound effects for bigger, more dramatic events.
0: Sure, understood.
1: However, in this game, it seems like there are lots and lots of jarring sounds for things that are trivial events. Like you put a car down, it makes a really loud noise. The end of the turn chink to me is annoying. It's just, it's too much. Wow's Tune said that you can play with the sound off and be fine. Or if you want to crank up that sound, you can get really immersive. Have you ever walked around Undercity with the sound cranked up?
0: I did that once, and I won't ever do it again.
1: It will send chills down your That's spine. That's why I won't do
0: it again. We had a listener suggest that. I'm like, I want to do that. And I'm like, I'm never doing that again.
1: Right. Like, wow, it's just you can scale it. You can you can crank it up, and you can feel like you you're really fighting. You're really in this world. Or if, you know... You're playing at night, and if you don't happen to have headphones, you can play the sound off and not be lost. This tells you things, like especially in the tutorial. Your your characters will talk, and they'll tell you strategy. If you don't have the sound on, you will miss it.
0: Yeah, you did that with Laurel Cachoe when he walked away.
1: Right. took himself
0: out, you're like, where did right. you go? he go? where did he go?
1: However, if you don't have the sound at a very, very minimal level, it's very aggravating.
0: So my take on this first is uh, Hearthstone is not World of Warcraft. I know we're, trying, we're making that distinction in yes. a comparison, rather, but let's let's try not to.
1: Okay, well, let's compare it to Pet Battles. Because okay. Pet Battles is a minigame, okay. and I think they have the sound correct.
0: All right, that will give you that, 100%. Okay. 100% agree. When most people are in front of a computer, their attention is on that computer. True? True. Okay. So we are engaged 100% with what we're doing on the computer. So the sounds that we hear in correlation with putting a card down and everything else are jarring, agreed, 100%. You take Hearthstone and you put it on a tablet. Now, usually on a a tablet, you're not 100% focused on that tablet. You may think you are, but unless you are, you know, three inches away from the screen of the tablet... You're taking in other information. Okay. You may or may not have headphones on with the tablet. Regardless, that sound structure is perfect for a tablet.
1: So you're saying it's designed to draw your attention to the yes. game itself when you're playing on the computer. You don't need that, so it's just Correct. in your face. It's in your face. Yes. Right. So we having it,
0: yeah, having it on a tablet when you put a card down and go, okay, that card is down. You know, and something happens and go, oh, OK, I see. I, I hear that. Something's happening. OK. Yeah. So it's it's bringing you into the game, whereas full screen on the computer right in front of you, you're like, that's kind of I, I see that happening. What's going right, on? Right. Right. So I agree 100 percent, but I kind of see where they're going with it. OK. I'm, I'm, I hate to harp on the whole tablet thing, <laughs> okay. but it's the tablet thing.
1: I know, but they have to make it so that you can play it on both.
0: Yes. Yeah. That needs to be scalable.
1: Yes. And some sort of option to turn off different sound effects.
0: Mute Gina.
1: Right. They could, they could mute all sound effects or voices.
0: Mute all Blood Elves.
1: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no, that, he's muted. Who are you saying? Huh? He, blood Elf wasn't saying, "yay." Yeah, he's muted.
0: Okay. That's my next Blood Elf character. Mute.
1: Mute. Yeah. <gasps> Go he'll... save it now. <laughs> <laughs> and he will never
0: talk in the game. To anybody, I gotta. I have to roll him on an an RP server. (laughs) 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 He's gonna be my blood elf mute on a. (laughs) It could be anything. Mute could be anybody. He's just not gonna. Anyhow, back to this. Back to (laughs) this.
1: this. All right. Similarly, the visuals in the game—it's very colorful. I think it's aesthetically pleasing. But again, it's very, very in your face. You know, you got swirls. You know, you got things shaking. The worst part is when the game is over, like your whole screen like vibrates and like explodes, and it made me dizzy. Oh, really? Literally. Oh, I was already kind of tired and eye strained, and it's just too much. Mm. It's like I don't need my screen to explode. Stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I was looking for the uh, may cause epileptic seizures warning.
1: Right. <laughs> uh,
0: I was like, maybe I missed that. I don't know. Um, there, it's over the top right now. Yes. Guaranteed over the top right now. Uh, Yes, we're in a beta. So we may be seeing the best of before this comes out. Like this is the top of the line stuff we're going to have for you. Uh, The game, game, once it goes uh, gold, it might be more subdued. But again, I'm going to harp on it again. (laughs) Tablet. (laughs) Tablet. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect for a tablet. If you had your screen blown up on a tablet, you'd be like, that's cool.
1: Cause it's a little thing, well, that you're like holding, like down, like you're looking down to it, yeah. As opposed to a computer screen that's like taking up, up your almost face. your whole vision, right? Exactly,
0: hundred yeah. percent exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm harping on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be on it's a like, tablet. I appreciate
1: the tablet. I know,
0: tablet, tablet.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, but they've only confirmed that it's going to be on the iPad. They haven't even said that it's going to be on like the Android tablets. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? I They're understand. like, it's a desktop, you know, iPad down the line, and we're just going to assume as players that, yeah, that means they eventually released it for Android, but it's all playing like it's designed for tablets, so it's kind of a disconnect there. See what I'm saying? I do. Okay. I do. Now, the last thing I'm going to say about it is my husband happened to watch over my shoulder for a little bit. And it's just a few minutes, but he commented that it seemed to be pretty much exactly like the trading card game. And he was pretty into that for a while. Oh. Um,
0: I had a lot of trading cards from that.
1: Yeah, you gave us some. I think I gave I them all you, to you. Yeah, I think you gave, <laughs> So they're around. Um, so I'm actually going to let him play a little bit more and see if he still has that impression.
0: Yeah, I was going to uh, allow Siren to play to check it out, Uh huh. Um, but he did not get home until very late last night, so... Oh. Yeah. didn't happen. Um, what I liked about it, I think, my takeaway from it all, is I like the fact that you can get in, you can play around, and you can leave. I like that. Yeah. Um. So it's easy to pick up, it's easy to put down. I like that part of it. You can come and go, so that's cool. Now, let's move on to pet battles.
1: Okay, and we'll be talking more about Hearthstone in... Next couple weeks. Sure. To play it the more. As
0: will everybody. Yes. So get ready for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, pet battles. As I said, Harold, my shadow priest, undead shadow priest, is pet battling.
1: Why is this so hard for you to say, I am pet <laughs> battling? <laughs>
0: so I had Harold um, waiting to queue. He was queued up because he's running some dungeons now. I only have like two dungeons available to me. Right. Okay, so I'm like locked. So, I was, I was like, "Well, what am I going to do?" As I'm waiting, don't have a lot of gold on Harold. Don't really want to play the auction house on Harold. I'm like, uh, "All right, I'll, I'll go. I'll go pet battle." And we're going to approach this the same way we just approached how we how we examined um, Hearthstone. So my accessibility with this, I had a hard time at first. Even getting into it, even finding where, where do I start? I did not go out of the game. I did not read a blog. I did not uh, listen to a podcast. I didn't do anything. I didn't ask you. I just said, okay, I'm going to go pet battle. Now what? So I had to fall back on a lot of wow knowledge. Schema? Okay, I'll go with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to go talk to a guard. I'm like, let me talk to a guard and see if he knows anything about where this pet battle dude is, right? So I'm in Orgrimmar, by the way. Okay. So I talk to the guard. Here's the thing. Hey, pet battle master. I'm like, okay, let me go talk to that guy. Maybe without a help. So I fly up to the dude. And I was like right in that area because I knew kind of where he was because I accidentally took a quest from him right. one time. So I was kind of in that area. Anyhow, so I'm like, oh, he's right here. Cool. So I went and talked to him. And he's like, okay, here's his first quest. You know, go. I think he had to like level. Get, get in a battle. You know, simple stuff. I'm like, all right. So I was like, how do I get in a battle? And I'm sitting around and I'm flying around Orgrimmar. I'm like, oh, I don't, how do you even find these guys, right? And then I remembered you had to actually have to turn on the tracking.
1: Right. So, Which, if you had picked up the quest and then started pet battling right away, it probably would have been more intuitive.
0: Right. So I'm just saying there was, there was a huge disconnect in getting into it. Yeah. So I turned on the tracking and I found a thing. I, you know, oh, there's one. And I fly up next to him and I'm like, okay, maybe I press. P. Nope, that's not it. Um, how about B? No, that's bags. How? Um, okay, let me try. And, and, and you know, so I'm like, I'm, you know, fumbling through four, or five, or six keyboard. And I'm like, okay, that that's not. I was like, you know what? There's an old standard rule in WoW, which is click it and see what happens. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> you know?
0: So I clicked, Oh, I'm in a pet battle. Okay. All right. Now what? And and this part became very intuitive after this. So okay. Um, but I just want to say that up until that point, actually getting in the first actual battle, it was a little not daunting. it was a little like a you know a couple steps before daunting, okay. And a couple steps actually before uh, frustrating. So it was just kind of like not as easy as it could have been. So that that's all. That's all. I got into it, but it could have been a little easier.
1: Well, I still think a lot of that was just like the long time gap you had from picking up the quest and then deciding to go pet battle.
0: Oh, no. This was a different tune.
1: So you picked up a new quest? Yeah. Oh. I thought it automatically turned on your pet battle tracking and you picked it up. No, Hmm. it does not. Okay. should have. That would have been a good idea. That would have been a good idea.
0: Now, strategy-wise, I now know that um, I'm going to be looking for uh, pet battling podcasts to add to my rotation. So uh, that's coming <laughs> I mean, because you get these, you know, base strategies or, you know, you start off with like one ability and then you get another and you up to like four whatever it is. And that I like because I can read it and I go, OK, this is this ability does this. It, it, it's very intuitive is what the abilities do. So I like that. It's very intuitive. But what I don't know is the best strategy to use against what type of creature I'm fighting okay. against. Right now, it's like, I have more health than he does. I can kill him with straight out TPS, right? I'm going to do more damage than he does to me. That's my current strategy. Right. Although, I did get to use a strategy on, on a pet battle, which was, uh, like, th- like you put a pool underneath a dude, and then three turns later, something's going to happen to him. Right. So, I liked that. I yeah. was like, let me do this now as mm-hmm. my first move. And if we get that far, oh, yeah. And then he, like, like smacked me around. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, this is not going to be good. I want to swap out my character. And then on the third move, it killed him. Nice. And then I was like, yeah, served you yeah. right. So, um and I do, the other thing that's kind of, and I think you've actually mentioned this before, but now I kind of feel it, is like you get something like, ah, I think I want to capture that guy. And then you realize you just did like a two move combo and then you kill it.
1: Yeah, done that.
0: And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. I guess I'm not capturing that. <laughs> <laughs> um. The one thing I am liking about it is like all the new achievements I'm getting. I kinda like that, you know? Yeah. The, oh, like I got another achie- oh like I got another achievement. Oh, there's <laughs> I got two in a row that time. And so that's kinda that's kinda cool. The interface is fantastic. They really did a good job on the interface as far as the, the amount of data you get, uh the amount of health, just everything. But <laughs> where' where's my whip? <laughs> tablet. This game belongs on a tablet too. Allow me to pet battle on a tablet, you know, and out a game, and I'll be fantastic. Um, it's designed for it. 100% designed for it. I didn't realize you could rotate your camera around. I thought you always had that weird, obtruse angle. So I did like the fact that you can rotate your camera around while you're in that interface. That may not translate well to a uh, tablet.
1: Yeah, probably a tablet would just keep you...
0: That weird yeah, angle, static, which yeah. is fine. Um, but yeah, the, the, the... Well,
1: the angle's going to be different depending on where the pet was when you started battling it. Right,
0: yeah, but you can swing it around stuff like yeah. that. So, um, the sounds, like you mentioned, in our when we're uh, talking about Hearthstone, the comparison to the sounds in the uh, pet battling, the sounds are fantastic. They're just so cool. They're just it's perfect. They they got that one right, hundred percent right. And uh, the visuals, they're you know they're pretty standard. I, I like the fact that you get set aside. I like the fact that you don't really see what's going on around you. You don't, you know, like all the critters or other the creatures that were wherever you were pet battling kind of disappear. Um, I haven't seen anybody else walk up beside me or anything else, so I don't know if I, if you ever see them or not. Um, that was they, they, this is good. I, I want to see more spell effects or have the ability to crank up or crank down spell effects. That would be kind of cool. So maybe that's coming because, you know, I don't have a lot of experience.
1: When you get some of the rare pets... They have some really cool abilities that uh, you do not feel the need to crank it up. Okay. I've like, got like the Minfernal. Oh. It like floats up in the air and turns into a ball and then it like it throws itself on the enemy pet. Oh, that's And it cool. looks really neat.
0: I got one rare so far.
1: Yeah. Which so. one? I don't know.
0: Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Wasn't
1: it Gaz No. The one from the no. Barons? You don't have that one? No. You can get that one pretty easily.
0: Oh. I don't know what I got.
1: It's like one mojo for the Barons quest.
0: Oh, that thing? Yeah. I got mojos. Um, so my, my takeaway from this is is I almost feel like I owe you an apology. Oh. Uh because I can easily see the addictive nature of this and I now fully understand why you pet battle while we're waiting for Nalik.
1: <laughs> right? It's something to do. It's, it's like I got som- five minutes yeah, for something to happen.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um and especially if you were getting XP for it, why not? But right. even that your pet's gonna get XP for it, yeah. or you might get something, or you get a bat, who knows? I you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's doing something. Yes. And um, I see that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so if, if if there's apologies in order, then I apologize for ever uh, <laughs> making fun of you for pet battling. I'm um, just
1: happy you, uh, you that started. That Harold? No, Harold. Oh, Harold, Herald. not you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Harold
0: started. I'm not giving full over onto it yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got my escape right there. <laughs> That's my emergency escape hatch. Harold pet battles.
1: Yeah. Uh, one thing I I do wish they would kind of tutorialize it on is that the turn-based thing, it's so different than anything else in WoW. And you really have to think about the fact that there's a time period when you pick your attack, your opponent picks their yes. attack, and then the computer calculates who goes first.
0: Um, I re- read... Okay, maybe I misunderstood that from what I read then. Okay. Because from what I read is, if you have the higher level character, you're going to go first in the initial. No, move. okay, maybe I read it's wrong.
1: your speed. If you're higher oh. level, you will most likely have a higher speed, your and therefore will most likely.
0: Okay, that's what go I read. First. No, that's what I read. You it, have a faster character, right? Yes, that's right. And what the I read. thing
1: is, there are moves that you can throw on people that will reduce their speed, so it messes up the turn. Let's say you're slower, and then on, on your turn you you uh, you cast something that makes them slower. So you, ended up, you end up going twice in a row because oh, you went last, and now you're first. I see. So knowing that, it took me a while to grasp it. But once I finally realized, like, okay, we're both picking first, especially in PvP, it's important. Like, in one turn, you're not reacting to what they're doing. You're both, like, secretly deciding what you're going to do, and then it plays out one the other.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that had a whole other element. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm liking it. This is going to be fun. I think so. This is going to yeah. be fun. Yeah.
1: So and you know, you know I might have to go back and run all the the old school raids again. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Help you yeah. get all those pets.
0: Not all of them. Something. Well, I gotta get I gotta wait till Harold's done because he's locked at eighty. True. So we'll see. Might be able to do some old stuff with them. Old yeah. Old old. So. Uh, so that's pet battling. That's my impressions of pet battling. Uh, my first impressions of it.
1: So you just installed the launcher the other night, and I've I've had it for a few weeks. Um, okay. So I really like the modern look to it. It just it's very sleek. It feels less, you know, like raw, rawr, ish But I'm okay with that because I like that work. I like the quiet button.
0: And, I didn't notice the quiet button yet.
1: Well, I guess it's not any different than. I don't know. It's just it's just sleeker.
0: Oh. It's not a button that quite, you mean it's just like it's not as rawish. Yes. Okay. Exactly. S- sleeker, more elegant design. It's,
1: it's more elegant, exactly. I really enjoyed reading the news articles within the launcher because it always used to cause a conflict for me when I opened up the, the old launcher and I'd see like, like, oh, read about the patch changes here. And I'd be like, oh, do I want to open up a browser window or do I want to go ahead and play my game? And then, and now it's like, oh, click here. And I read it and I read it in the launcher mm. and then play the game. Nice. I really like the fact I don't have to worry about going and finding my phone because oh, the, so, the authenticator.
0: Have you not been challenged since that point? Nope.
1: You're automatically logged in.
0: I don't like that as much as I thought I did.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the assumption is, like, you authenticated once, and now it's, okay, this computer.
0: Hmm. hmm. So that means if I lose my computer or somebody else comes into my area and I've accidentally left myself, you know, my computer unlocked and they see the WoW launcher, they could launch and get into my account that easy? Yes. That's what I don't like.
1: Okay. I can see that. Now, one big thing that is lacking. I did notice last time I tried to play in Patch Day. And, you know, Patch Day, they say it's going to be done at whatever time, two for us. And really, it could be one thirty. It could be two thirty. And if you're waiting to play, you know what are your options? You have to log into the WoW site and like sit there and refresh the page to see if your realm is up. And there's nothing in the launcher that that says like it should. It's like, hey, you have characters on these realms. These realms are currently down for maintenance. That'd be cool. Because instead like open launch or expecting you to see something like that, there's nothing different telling me that anything was in maintenance. So launch the game and then I go and it's like choose your realm and then there's an empty oh, I hate list. That. Yeah. And it's like come on. It'd be nice. Yeah.
0: There are, you know, some websites and other places that will tell you what the status of your realm is. There's even one that claims it'll send you a text message, but those I are ah, missed. I don't
1: want to go to a third party. I don't have to sit there and, like, search Warcraft realms, and then it always comes up with some off-topic site. Right. And then I don't have to sit there and search it. I want the launcher to tell me. That's mm. what it's there for. True. Give you a portal for information about your games. Tell me what realms are met down that I have characters on. That is true. Especially, you know, even if they're doing maintenance on, like, one realm, like, they do sometimes, like, they have an issue with one of them. Yeah, like, they you restart it. it yeah. You're like, hey, you know. This it, one was down. The other ones are fine.
0: Yeah, your friends on this one aren't, you know, they're sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I agree with you that I love the updated look and feel of it a lot. Um I really like the fact that they combined all the games into one. Yeah. I was able to switch between Hearthstone and WoW. Very simple, very easy. And in fact, because of this combined thing, it actually got me to go ahead and install StarCraft. Really? Yeah, because I was just like, oh, look, I have access to StarCraft. I kind of forgot about that. Click. Oh, look, I can just install it right here. (laughs) Click. Okay, that's installing. I'm going to go play World of Warcraft. Click. Now, you and I kind of briefly talked about this, but I missed the thud. You know the thud, right? Yeah. I missed that because that was just like my the the slap out of reality into Azeroth.
1: Wait a minute. Was it really the noise or did you go all Pavlovian on it?
0: Maybe a little bit of both. Okay. It could be I, mean, I just I missed that. I want that because now it kind of feels like you click a button and it's kind of like this whole easy login but it's kind of like it's like it's like, like a slow churn of butter. Like brrr, Okay. You're logged in. You know, yeah. as opposed to the boom, and now give me this information, and now do this, and now you may or may not have to authenticate. And yeah, now... you
1: and Pavlovian on it. <laughs> it's not the noise itself; it's just like it's the noise. Yeah, you start yeah. salivating, you feel like, oh, yeah. it's time to play. Yeah, wow, that's you what know? it is.
0: <laughs> you now it's just kind of like you click the button, you kind of like, mm, okay, choose, choose your character.
1: Maybe if they had more gentle noise; they would have had to take it out. So, but I always had my speakers cranked up. <laughs> and and it your ears. Yeah, all kill me.
0: <laughs> I have two requests. One I think might be coming. One I don't think is coming yet. Okay. So the first request is the chat. I'd like to chat with people. You can see that they're online and they're different games. I'd like to chat with them.
1: Yeah, that's been a common request. I'm pretty sure they said that will be a feature when it comes live.
0: The other feature that I would like to see is if I go to... We'll say World of Warcraft. It knows what tunes I have on what server. It knows that already, because it shows my friends list. It knows where I'm at. So if I go to the launcher, I want to take it a step further. I want to go to my launcher, and I want to say I want to play Harold on this server. You know, I want this is the tune I want to launch.
1: <gasps> yes.
0: And so instead of being like, you know this whole the 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 turning butter into the character yeah. selection screen, it's the turning butter into the here you are.
1: Yes. I don't know how much programming that would take, but
0: can't be that much more, but I like that.
1: Yeah, you give like a little icon of print around. Not even that, just
0: just your character. And maybe character has the realm name beside it that it's on. Because a lot of people have the same character name on different realms.
1: Yeah, I mean they could even like eliminate that that whole screen. Yep. It could all be right there. If you if you need to start a new character.
0: Well that screen would still be there because if you want to camp and grab on another tune, that would still be there. But oh, that sure. initial selection could be done within the launchers what I'm saying.
1: Oh. That's a great idea. Perfect
0: example. I'm gonna log on and I'm going to we're raiding tonight, so I'm gonna jump onto root. So hit my launcher, hit root on the server.
1: Now you're gonna run around and get your stuff ready.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know, now I know I have like you know thirty seconds. I can get set up, situated, right. whatever. You know, make sure my, you know everything's ready to go. Or I may have to go to the bio real quick. Whatever they know I'm online,
1: right? Yeah, um, I have to come back and then, yeah, staring at a loading screen is boring.
0: Yep. So there's that.
1: Hmm. I love it.
0: Well, those are our first impressions about um, the launcher. Pet Battling, and Hearthstone. If you've got some impressions about some of the stuff you've used, let us know. Shoot us an email, let us know on our Facebook page, whatever you want to do. Send us a speak pipe, that'd be the best, really. And uh, we'll talk about your impressions of where Blizzard as a company is is taking us on this magical mystery tour. Looking for fail PST. Well, Freck. As you said, at the top of the show, I've been accused of hacking. A Jack of the Hacks. So apparently, <laughs> not once, not twice, not three times, not even four times. As of this recording, five times.
1: What have you been doing?
0: It's a Harold. It's all Harold. It's all
1: Harold's <laughs> fault. It's not me. Okay. All right, so we're getting
0: Harold ready for the Herald of the Titans. That's why he's named Harold, right? Right. So to get him ready for Herald of the Titans, you level him up, you lock him at 80, and then you just douse him with this really good gear. Now, the 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 green 80s that drop and mop, or the green gear that level 80s can use that drop and mop, is better than the stuff that was dropping in heroic, you know, Dragon Soul or Wrath, whatever it was.
1: So, okay.
0: that gear is uber for my tune. Like I equipped a, a staff and then put Jade Spirit on my staff. My health pool doubled. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Um. So. The whole concept behind this whole uh, Herald of the Titans thing is that you get this uber level gear, if you will. It's it's this higher level gear that you can obtain now from Mob as you put on a character that you're using in older content. But at the same time, you have to gear up with relevant content level gear for the achievement. So the achievement is you go kill this person using no no higher gear level than what was available during that expansion. All right? But you don't want to Gimp your character and just give him that gear and make him go do the whole dungeon that way, right? You want to give him the uber gear and he goes in there and just melts phase, and then when you get to that particular encounter, you swap out your gear, you put on the relevant to content gear. Do the achievement, swap your gear back out to your melting phase gear and go leave. During the get my gear that is relevant for me to use on content, you can either go get it from the auction house when it's available or you can, you know, get it off of running dungeons. So I've been running dungeons. Of course, when you're running the dungeons, you're using the gear that you can get off the auction house that is the Uber gear that drops from Mr. Pandaria. My DPS is two to two and a half to almost three times more than anybody else. Wow. All right. Now, it's not a huge amount of DPS, right? Yeah. It's not a huge amount, but in comparison to what everybody else is doing, it's it's gobs and gobs larger. Okay. And five times now uh you know in fact one guy said he reported me i'm waiting on that one <laughs> uh, but uh five times now i have been accused of hacking in addition to being accused of hacking because of dp and i i link them i'm like no 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 I'm, I'm not hacking it's it's my gear i'm a twink um and that's just my gear that's it enjoy enjoy the ride we're going to get through this pretty quick you know <laughs> um So things have happened, though, that's been really weird. I've had people on multiple occasions leave. They just drop group. Like, yeah, this is stupid, and they leave. Which completely baffles me. We're getting through this dungeon faster. Would you not want to stick around? Or do you need, for some reason, you need to be high up on the DPS meters? It's always DPS person leaves.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Like, oh, there's no way I'm going to win this DPS race, so I'm just going to leave. No, is it's not.
1: supposed a... it to be a race? Right,
0: exactly. And uh, let's, just, let's just go. We're, we'll get through this.
1: Collaborative content.
0: I've had a tank try to deliberately wipe the group. Oh, you think you're top DPS guy, huh? Here. And he goes, runs around. I'm like, okay. Did you it know? work? No, it didn't. Hmm. It's hard to kill a Shadow Priest. <laughs> <laughs> we, we bubble and can self heal and some other stuff. So um, speaking of bubbling and health healing, I've actually had a healer tell me that I'm responsible for my own heals. He comes in, he's like, whoa, health pool, super. Uh, you got your own heals, dude. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, you're you're a healer. You're, you Nope, not healing you. Really? Oh, okay. But then he does. But <laughs> <laughs> when, when it got into situations that were kind of squirrely, yeah, I'll bubble and heal myself. But, you know. And when I went into this whole thing, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go in, we're going to lock this tune. We're going to do this Herald a the Titans and we'll get it over with. I was not thinking any along the lines of, I'm going to twink a character because now I think there might be a little bit of a stigma attached to twinking a character to locking a character at level 80 or whatever level you level you lock it at. And then getting the best level gear available in the game, not just the expansion for that character. I mean, I'm not really doing anything these guys couldn't do, but you wouldn't go... If you're leveling in tune, right, and you hit 80, you're not going to go spend a ton of gold on on uh, gear no, and weapons because no. you're just going to replace them by the time you're 90. Right. But knowing that I'm going to be at this level 80 for a long time, I am spending the time and the money and whatever to get the the gear. And
1: well, what are you getting from the dungeons then if you already have better... You the, have to get better gear but under a certain level? Right. Okay, So I
0: have to have the... The best eye level for that achievement.
1: Okay, so you're kind of at a weird place. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why you're getting weird reactions. Yeah,
0: because it's like, what are you doing in here? I'm like, I'm, I'm getting the gear that I need. Oh, Thanks.
1: It's interesting.
0: So I'm a shadow priest, right? Intellect, I guess spirit, maybe kind of in there because I am, have to self heal myself. so I do want a little bit of that, <laughs> you know? Uh, and a. Well,
1: spirit is mana regen.
0: Yeah, and I, I go through mana like, uh, you wouldn't yeah. believe um in in long well not longer but there's a couple of boss fights that I'm out of mana by the end of the fight like just waiting for it to come back so I can do another cast um so a a pre cool ring dropped and it was in in spirit and spell power I was like oh I need that and I could actually need on it it you know the need option sure. was available to me so I needed on it uh-huh and I was the first person to roll and then, like, I watch this person go. It's like, greet, greet, greet. And then the, there's, like, this long pause. And, and the item wasn't, the role wasn't completing. So the, I was like, what's going on? And I look up there and I'm like, man, the healer hasn't done anything. I said, like, that's kind of weird. Like, oh, can need on it. That's fine. You know, he'll have that option. And they're like, Harold, you need it on that ring? I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay. And then he greeted on it, and I won it. And I'm like. Could have needed on it too, buddy. You know. So, but whatever, you knock yourself out. You know. Um, it's it's been fun, but I, like I said, I think there's a crazy stigma attached to twinking that I really wasn't aware of. Now, my original plan with Harold was to lock him at eighty, get the title, and then level him up. And now I'm reevaluating that to see I might lock him at eighty, get the title, and then. Unlock him until the next part. I could lock him and get better gear to mm. do the same thing. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It is. Well, fun.
1: yeah, I mean, you can go through the progression, like just lock yourself at 85, then do all the right. mechanicals and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: It'd be kind of fun to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do notice one thing, though, and this, this is, I had not taken this into account either. Um, twinking a character, at least the initial onset of it, requires a lot of gold, unless you're farming all the material. Oh, right um you're going to drop a lot of gold on your best in twink slot if you will uh items. So I've had to re come out of of my gold, you know, and start farming gold stuff again on other tunes. So it's you know fun. <laughs> Didn't realize that. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, it's cool. So I'm not hacking at all, just twinking but i can see how they would think you know two and a half to three times the dps would i'd think hack too so awesome add-ons.
1: last week we had oscar on the show
0: yeah so good he had such a cool voice
1: he did something that we offhandedly mentioned was add on he did called roll icons
0: yeah what i said was uh man it'd be really cool if you could come up with something that showed everybody what realm they were currently on during, you know, cross-realm stuff.
1: Sure, and he said, oh, you mean roll roll icons? And we both kind of went, oh, well, we hadn't heard of that, and then we, we moved on the conversation. And then we both downloaded it later and started using it. It's fantastic. Let me tell you, the Blizzard raid interface is just awful. Okay, why would you have a raid frame that doesn't say what role people are? You're looking at your 40 people or whatever. You don't know who the tank or who the healer is. I had been using shadowed unit frames, which is good, like, to put, like, this big grid on my screen so I could see who was what. Right. But it's taken up a lot of my screen. Yes. It was. And since I'm not healing or anything, I don't really need it that often. I just need to know if somebody says, hey, I'm dead. Can somebody B-Rose me? Like, is that the tank or is that the DPS or what? So what this add-on actually does, it adds the role icons to the Blizzard Raid tab, which is amazing. I don't know why it's not part of the default. Oh, it takes over what level they are. Like instead of showing, like, all right, you're in a group of 90s, instead shows their, their role icon, which is really more helpful. I mean, how many times are you going to be in a big raid where you're all different levels? Not that often. Not it's that often. It's supposed to like, how, how often do you know what, what role people are? It puts in the tooltip when you mouse over a player in the raid frame. It puts it in Healbot if you use that. It adds it in the chat. How helpful is that? If someone says, "Hey guys, going AFK," and it's a priest, are they the healer?
0: <laughs> Do we need
1: to stop what we're doing?
0: Yeah, it puts a little icon right next to their name. Exactly, and that's in either the Blizzard UI or chat. The like add-ons like Pratt Chatter, Wim, it puts it on all those.
1: And in the target frame, it puts the icon there so you can, you know, who is that? Click on it and see it in the target. But it does lots of other things. The, the Blizzard Raid tab with the role summary and the class summary counts.
0: Yeah, right down the right-hand side of it.
1: Yep. It adds a role check button to the Raid tab.
0: That's good for Raid leaders.
1: It automatically selects your role based on your spec whenever you join a raid. I mean, I'm a hunter. I'm always going to be GPS. Right. Stop asking me over and over <laughs> again. I don't have the option to click heals. Or tank. Yeah. Tank hunter. Even if we are running a a ghetto group where you know, I'm like, haha, I'm gonna bandage people or like haha, my pet is gonna tank. I wouldn't have the option to even select that. So why do you keep asking me? That's right. Yeah. So this add on automatically answers that question for you. All right. And probably the best thing it does is it displays the hosting Realm name when you're in cross-realm groups.
0: Right. It's going to be right at the very top of the raid frame yes. of, that, of that little box that pops up. Hit O, hit raid, right at the top.
1: Like We did that world bosses run like we usually do every week with open raid.
0: 18 <laughs> minutes, by the way, the last time. Oh,
1: it was butter. All,
0: yeah. all bosses, four world bosses, 18 minutes total.
1: Yeah. Just Amazing. <laughs> so at the top of the raid frame, it said we were in Silvermoon. And then you, you click on it and it says that you're in Silver Moon because there's three people in your group from Silver Moon. Yep. You know, there's two from whatever. And it also gives you a little um, message in your chat when it thinks it's going to switch. I I think it's not possible to program it so it actually knows what realm you're on because I, it seems like that's what some of the add ons are doing now. They just, but it gives you its best guess. Sure. And when you start changing the makeup of the group, and I was say possible
0: like, realm change too, right, to you know, from this to server. that, right?
1: So yeah, and it made our it made our run very smooth, and we we got the raid leader to installed, and we were all kind of checking out together.
0: Yeah, it wasn't just him installing it. It was him installing Well, you are pet battling. What are you, carrying <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> one last time, Frank. One last time. Now, uh, he was installing it. At the same time that he was installing it, other people were like, wait, what is this? Wait, wait. And so right. we had a 40-man group uh, on Open Raid doing this thing. And everybody, because now that's hugely relevant on Open Raid. Because I mean, everything you do is cross-round. Oh, yeah. So all these people were stopping what they were doing and you know, getting the add-on working. A lot of people had to drop because they don't have the add-on. Uh, manager program uh, the add-on manager add-on that allows you to install and turn on and off add-ons without leaving the game
1: oh pretty cool you can do that yep with curse
0: uh no it's a it's what? an add-on called the add-on manager
1: yeah you have an add-on for your add-ons it's an add-on from, it's still made <laughs> meta uh,
0: <laughs> but these people were installing ro- uh, roll icons and tremendously, like I've been using it now, I mean, it's it's there. It just works. You you install it, it runs, you forget about it. And you just start using its wonderful goodness, beautifulness. And you'll get into a group, and even when you're running these dungeons, it'll tell you, hey, possible realm transfer from the realm you're on to the realm you're going to. And it tells you why. Well, because there's three people from that realm. Oh, okay. Not that it matters in a dungeon, but you know it's you're going somewhere, and it's kind of cool. And I ran into uh a capital city the other day and it's like realm transfer and it let me know i was like whoa so i cross realmed into a more popular more populous rather capital city the other day hmm. <laughs> and it Realm transferred me over to it yeah it was, it was like realm transfer it was thrall actually It was a realm transfer the thrall i was like oh okay
1: yeah that is useful because they used to i used to think that it coordinated with these messages i would get that would say a new time-based raid has been created. I,
0: don't know what that is. I used
1: to get that message kind of randomly. I think it might be deadly boss mobs. Yeah, possible. But it acted like something is being added to my calendar or something like that. But it would happen when I was playing a low level tune when I was the only one online in the guild. So eventually, that air message stopped at correlating when I thought I was transferring. Hmm. Which makes sense. It also does that when you switch zones. It gives me that message. Which I sometimes it feels like you're you're switching realms, but it's I don't think you are.
0: If I were you, I would Google that to see what it.
1: Really <laughs> okay, sometimes that makes too. see what it has something to do that. with like you know the fact that we ever ride a two seater mount. which is like hilarious because <laughs> we do the uh, the runs,
0: Tempest Keep yeah.
1: every week, and we go from Shatrath all the way up to Netherstorm, and then every time whoever is being followed, it's like. Cross over the border. It's like ah, I'm in the air. Am I going to end up
0: on the? Car yeah, again? And, and there's yeah. a percentage <laughs> chance that you will end up dying.
1: Yeah,
0: so it's kind of like rolling the dice. No, I'll fly. I, I, no, no, you you ride this time. <laughs> I got I got this. It's okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So yeah, this add-on uh, roll icons does more than just set up icons for for roles, Um which is fantastic. By the way, just the fact that you can see who's what and what they're doing. Um, and I think better than just the coloring because a, a lot of stuff will actually color you know people as well, but this um, the icons are fantastic. I like the fact that it auto responds to roll checks because again, like you said, when I join something, it, I know I'm DPS. I'm DPS. Leave me alone, you know, because of my spec. I'm a shadow priest. I'm DPS, or I'm a warlock. Duh, I'm DPS, and that gets me in. Now, if a ray leader says, "Hey, everybody, check your roles," because maybe the you know the configuration changed or whatever, he had some people swap over. They do a roll check. Well, like you said, I'm DPS. I don't need to change my role. So this actually auto responds for you. I like things that do that to a degree. There was a feature when I used to use um, Tuck UI that would respond to ready checks. Okay, and. That got me in trouble a couple times because I wasn't <laughs> even <right>. there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, they're okay, they're getting ready for. Uh, okay, we're taking like a three minute break. All right, cool. Let me go, uh, you know, bio real quick, whatever. Yeah. So you leave, and you're timing it. And you're like, okay, it's like two and a half minutes. I can stroll back in, and then you hear the ready check noise. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I can respond to that when I get better. and then that, that they'll know everybody's back. And you come around the corner, you look at the computer screen, and you see. The tank pulling. You're like, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: because what they said is, okay, everybody's back. It's a ready sure. check. Let's pull. Because not everybody gives you the nice little 10-second pull countdown timer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, I ended yeah, up turning that off. Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't like everything to respond for me, but a roll check is fine to respond to.
1: Well, while we're on the topic of add-ons, I found a new feature for something we talked about a few weeks ago. Which was the add-on called Mog It. Yeah. I remember I was having fun because you can browse the database of gear that you can teamog, And something that it did was when you hovered over a piece of gear, it automatically pulled up a little window that showed your character modeling it. So you can see what it looked like without you having to control click. So like I just said, we, we've been running these old school raids for mounts and for pets and whatnot. And when you run the old school raids, a lot of times rather than getting gear... You will get a token that you turn in for gear. Right. So every time I had those, this is a process I went through. It's like, okay, something glorious, chest token of blah, blah, blah. And I go, go into my head, type it in, find the item. <laughs> yes. And I'd be like, okay, criteria for this item. And it's lists like all these different classes. And I go, okay, where's the hunter one? Okay, what does that look like? Mog it, what it does. Is you hover over the token, and it shows you what that piece would look like. So it completely eliminates all that, you know, looking up at WoWhead and trying to figure out what to turn it in for. It's like, I see a token. Is that going to translate into something I want for T-Mog? Yes. Okay, now I'm going to turn in. No. I just, you know, vendor it for five gold. Five gold. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is really cool. So. That might be worth getting. (laughs) I don't have it yet, because I don't do a lot of T-Mog stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean it doesn't take it looks like we said earlier it doesn't it's it's modular so it's not going to take up any sort of space in your game it's just there
0: As far as roll icon head over to curse.com you can type in roll icon or you just if you're looking for it you know googling it wise just uh just gr- gurgle no don't gurgle <laughs> don't gurgle don't gurgle uh, you can google curse roll icons and it'll go directly to it or if you're using the curse client you can just type in roll icons one word by the way in uh It'll be there. And uh, get that installed. That is fantastic. I think Oscar is quickly becoming our favorite add-on uh, author of all time. So,
1: am there's any sending request.
0: You might have to. Uh-huh. Might have him back on the show talk about some of his other add-ons he's done. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what's going on. With that. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of HearthCast. This has been episode number 182. And don't forget, 183, we're going to talk about the failed WoW children's book title. So get yours in, and that's, you know us. That's going to be fun. So that'll be a whole lot of fun. Uh, coming up this week also, by the way, folks, it is Face's birthday week. So you guys can Aww. send her some birthday loves coming out. 23rd. It is on the 23rd. Uh, that is a Friday uh, this time. So you can send her some love at HearthCastFreck or Contribute contributor to HearthCast.com. Uh, MP3s are always welcome. We'll get those on the show uh, next week. Folks, we're always looking for the next recipient of our Hearthy Award. Remember, you cannot win them. You can only earn them. If you know somebody who you think is deservant of a Hearthy, let us know. We will vet them. It's entirely our process. If we deem them worthy, we will send them one of our coveted Hearthy Awards. And then we'll brag about them on the show. and Maybe even have them on. It's kind of cool. That's how they work. HearthCast AOE. We are always looking for contestants for a wonderful round of HearthCast AOE. You know the show. You love to play along. Why don't you be part of it? It takes about 15, 20 minutes. It's not very difficult at all. You can submit your request to be on HearthCast AOE by using our SpeakPipe app that is on our webpage and our Facebook page, either one. And uh, we will take care of it from there. Yeah, it happens on a Thursday night. It takes about 15, 20 minutes. We're in the Eastern time zone, so it happens around 6 o'clock or so. Whatever convenient for you between 6 and about 9 We'll get you on. We'll have our wonderful round. You'll challenge either Freckleface or myself. And then you, if you win, you get that cool sound. We play that. And if you don't win, then, you know, we don't hear the sound. So, but it's always good fun. Uh, good times had by all. So that's HearthCast. AOE, send us speakpipe to be involved with that.
1: I want to give a special thank you to Kenrath again for your talking points and for your contribution to the show. And to everyone who has given us a five-star review on iTunes so far
0: also want to thank everybody who's been uh, interacting with us on Twitter this week. been asking a lot of uh, not poignant questions, but just, you know, what's your favorite yeah. questions and getting a lot of really cool responses on that. Those are getting shared around. So a lot of thanks on that, a lot of fun, a lot of insights on that. So thank you so much for that. And our friends, friends and fans over on Facebook, thanks for being part of our, our, our family there.
1: And as this episode is wrapping up, go check out the Ego Network's website. Lots of fine podcasts on all sorts of subjects. Geek News, Warcraft, other games, they're awesome.
0: Also, don't forget to check out Vote to Kick with our buddies over there, Synergy, Akari, Clips, and Drathana. They're at TV forward slash vote number two kick. Uh, these guys are explicit, but they're funny, and it's funny to listen to. So, I think Akari's uh, on vacation, but he'll be back, and we may even have him here for a round of AOE. That's what mm-hmm. we're trying to line up. So, we'll see how that goes. Also, don't forget, folks, check out the WoW Podcast subreddit over reddit.com forward slash r forward slash WoW Podcast, plural. It's part of the WoW Reddit community, so go check it out. If you want to check out all the latest and greatest podcasts from around the world of Warcraft, that is your one-stop shop, folks. Go check them out there. You'll be glad that you did.
1: And you can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to contribute at hearthcast.com. You can send a tweet to me at HearthCastFreck or to Root at HearthCastRoot. You can like our Facebook page or you can send us a voice message on HearthCast.com using the SpeakPipe app, which requires no registration or installation.
0: We'd again like to thank our sponsors for Season 5 of HearthCast, Open Raid. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root.
1: And Fuckleface.
0: For HearthCast.com. Of casting,
1: of it's about world of casting, of of of